You're looking up at the stars, asking the universe, what am I here for? Am I here to find a cure for cancer? Am I here to create a better salad fork? No, probably not. You're here to work your shit out. Your relationship. This is Talking Relationship with Thomas and Vicky. Well, we are back again. Twice in one week, I am amazed. But you know what? Good to see you, my friend Thomas. Good to see you too, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you know, you may have forgotten, but this is my birthday month. Did you know that I'm coming up on my hallowed day? I did not realize that. I did have some special feelings when I woke up this morning and I didn't know what it was about. <laughs> I was Shut up. Little... <laughs> None of our business. Jeez. It was okay, kind of so like any... Christmas, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that my birthday is March 28th. And I'm one of those people that doesn't matter how old I get. And I, as it turns out, I'm getting older every year. I love my birthday. I think other people are like, oh, I don't celebrate my birthday. Oh, I bleh. And I'm like, oh, I do. It's my day, man. Come on, let's right. let's go big. And, and you know, but I, I really have been thinking a lot about it this year about getting older. And what can we do to stay young? And that's what I want to talk about uh, with you today, because you and I are more or less in the same age group. We've known each other since we were, you know, wanton 20-year-olds. <laughs> and um, and we've seen each other, you know, evolve and age over the decades. Uh, and, and I think it's a fascinating topic to, to actually dig into what we can do to keep ourselves young. I mean, we obviously can't change the number. And I am grateful for the number, as Cher said, you know, she said, you know, beats the getting older beats the alternative. Well, they, they say it does. <laughs> well, uh, well, exactly, because we don't really know, do we? No, we but, don't. You know, I wrote a blog about this, and I was just having a peek at it. And, and, and it, it came to me that the way, one of the best ways to stay young, or to even become younger than we are, is you must do things. You must do things to make you feel young. And by that, I do not mean buy a Corvette and have an affair with a 25-year-old. I do not mean that. Maybe the Corvette. I don't know. Mom, maybe the 25-year-old. Um, yes, yes, honey. I, I don't know where that came from. It was Vicky's idea. So Yeah, <laughs> blame Vicky. No, I have a friend. Her name is Bibi. And she retired. She was, I think, early 60s when she retired. Her one grown child, no grandchildren, husband still works. And her dilemma was, what am I going to do? How am I going to fill my days? Because I am now retired and, and I have these days endlessly stretched in front of me. And she all of a sudden started making jewelry and made really beautiful jewelry. And then she decided she would like to seriously take up photography and so got a really good camera and started taking mind-boggling photos. Like you would have thought the girl was a professional for 20 years. And then out of the blue starts painting watercolors. Wow. Never painted before in her life. And this girl has talent coming out of the wazoo. And I'm looking at her going, wow, like this is how how to spend a retirement, you know, and, and, and I, and I see photos of her and she looks vibrant and young mm -hmm. and, and youthful. And, and I think, wow, 
that's the ticket. You got to do new things. What do you think of that? Oh, uh, de- well, definitely. I think I think the f- the first thing, of, uh, the first sign of aging, and the first people start talking about, oh, getting old sucks. You know, and, um, that whole rhetoric, that whole line of of talk and way of thinking. People start thinking about getting old, and you you can go there if that's the way you want to think, because the the mind will lead the body wherever so if your mind tells you you're old if you if your idea of people and life is that okay you get to a certain age well now i'm getting old um then that's the way you're going to go your beliefs are going to carry you wherever that is but really there's so much to do and i personally think it's really important to pay attention to your body, to your physical self, because shit does wear down. And I, as you know, uh, have been doing yoga for about 30 years. Um, right before the pandemic started, I, I went into yoga teacher training. And that took my yoga to like a whole other level. And I can tell you, yeah, stuff breaks down. I've done a lot of crazy stuff in my life that I never should have done. And I'm still, um, I'm way more flexible than I was when I was 20. And that goes a long way toward making you feel better. First of all, it's about not seeing the, the picture of somebody doing yoga and say, well, I can't do that. It's about just getting on the inside, working your body, staying alive, um, listening to your body, but also challenging your body and challenging your mind, challenging your mind to, to not say, I can't do this. It's Uh, so true that the, the, the thoughts, and I know you wrote about this extensively in your book, singing in my sleep, that your thoughts and the thoughts that you allow, because we all have control over our thoughts. So the thoughts that you allow to percolate in your brain they will then manifest themselves in your physical, your physicality, in the way you perceive your aging. I, it, it drives me nuts when people say, oh, getting old sucks, mm-hmm. you know, because they've got some new disease or some new ailment or some new something. And so mm-hmm. they blame it all on getting old sucks. And I'm like, God, no, getting old is a privilege, you mm-hmm. dork. You know, it doesn't suck. But going to what you just said, so here I am, I broke my wrist, right, five weeks ago today. And, and where I live, it is still a skating rink wall to wall. Today was the first day I was able to get out for a walk because there was some dry pavement that I could actually walk on without fear of wiping out and breaking my other wrist. So here I am, the girl that's used to walking three to 4K every day of my life and have been doing that for 25 years. I haven't been walking. And it's it makes me nuts Mm -hmm. that A, I'm not outside getting fresh air, communing with the universe, and B, I'm not walking. I'm not getting my heart rate up. I am. I got one of those QB things, you know, you can just Mm -hmm. and that's good. I am I work up a bit of a sweat, not the same thing. Mm -hmm. So the so I am feeling like what I would say if I if I have a pity party and I've had a few, it's like, oh, I'm feeling like a fat old blob. That's how I'm feeling, fat old blob, because I have been unable to do that 
which keeps me feeling alive and youthful. And that is that big, long daily walk. Right. And that's exactly what you're talking about, right? You got to do stuff. Yeah, you got to do stuff. And I think, I think challenge the whole idea of age. Um, and look at it this way. Uh, when you're, when you're 20 something headed for 30, people are going, well, you better decide what you're going to do. Hurry up. Yeah. And yeah. most people just jump into something because what are you supposed to do? We're well, supposed to get a job. Okay. All right. I got a job. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in at a, a desk in a bank at, or if you're sitting in the manager's office and you're making considerably more money, it doesn't matter. Your life is now consumed by this track. We are trained, we run on tracks, and this is how we run our lives. So then we run that thing down, and then at the end of this thing, we, we kind of get this gentle curve, and it goes to the train graveyard. This is where all oh, the old God. cabooses go to sag and die. And if that's the way you think, then that's where you're going. But if you can also go, no, now I've got time, like your friend did. Now I've got time. So, so use it, look around you and go, you know, there's a lot to life. There's a lot to see, you know, and I know for you, your walks, that's a meditation. Exactly. As much as anything, it's a meditation. Um, this is not advertising, but I, I've also worked as a hypnotist. And it's amazing how many people hypnotize themselves into lack of activity because they, they close their own walls in around them. They tell themselves what they can't do. But the key is to focus on what you can do. And even if it's one little crack, yeah. right? One little yeah. crack of opportunity. You open that up and it opens up more and more. The more you try, the more you'll do. And that is so true. The being available for new experiences, being available for to try new things, even though you're afraid, even though you're terrified of failure or you're terrified, I mean, even of getting hurt. Now, I, I certainly don't subscribe to, you know, go off and try some new sport that's going to hurt you. Yeah. Um, I gave up downhill skiing. I used to love downhill skiing. And then I broke my ankle, not skiing, but I did break my <laughs> ankle. I'm just a walk and break, apparently. And, and then when I went to ski, I couldn't I and I was so afraid and I realized after about maybe four or five times back on the slopes after I broke my ankle that I can't do this anymore because mm -hmm. it is terrifying to me that I'm going to get hurt and so I'm not enjoying it and so what's the point now there's a part of me that I'm chastising myself I'm 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 so angry at myself for giving up on this sport. And I used to see my in-laws when they would ski with us and they were 70 and still shushing, you know, down the slopes of, of Mont Tremblant in Quebec. And I wanted to be that person so badly. And now I'm like, I'm not going to be that person because I just don't want to ski anymore. But here's, here's the trick. You can give up something. You can give up something because for whatever reason, your body is saying no, mm -hmm. but you got to replace it with something else. Right. You got to find something else. And whether that's walking or snowshoeing or ice skating or, or cross country skiing, anything that, yeah. that is going to keep you moving. 
But then there's another thing, and this is this really goes more to women than to men. But I know so many women in my age group that they now rely almost exclusively on outside interference to make them feel young. And when I say outside interference, I'm talking Botox, I'm talking fillers, mm-hmm. I'm talking, um, you know, professional fake manic, like fake nail manicures and hairdos and, and all the stuff that we women do to beautify ourselves. But I'm always really, um, I guess the word would be saddened when I see women who are strictly relying on Mm -hmm. that to make themselves feel younger. Yeah. I mean, from a, from a male standpoint, do guys do that sort of thing too? Is there anything you guys do that is strictly vanity driven? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. They just shave their heads and, (laughs) yeah. And get a goatee. Um, And a long ponytail. That's right. Uh, Yeah, sure. Some do. I think, I think most don't. And there's this sort of tacit agreement between the sexes that men don't have to as much. Exactly. But I think that's kind of bullshit. Um, to me, that's bullshit. And and I, of course, would think it's bullshit because I'm still a performer. I'm still a performer. I cannot allow myself to to get too much too visibly old i can't i just can't allow it and yeah. so but, i have but had I to could, if, if i may interject sure because i have seen you perform for decades and i have seen <laughs> you when you were at your hotty toddy best when you had women falling at your feet at every gig and now i've seen you age very gracefully into the performer that you are today but here's what i also see in you you have this palpable energy on stage that screams youthfulness Hmm. and you're funny and you're self-deprecating. And then of course you're amazingly talented, but you've got the, it's the energy. It's the energy. You know, I saw you perform last summer and I saw a crowd of people who had never seen you perform ever. I saw them responding to you. They were responding to your energy. They were not responding to your cute jeans and your youthful sneakers and whatever else you were wearing, they were responding to your energy. And this is where I think women, they don't get it. That Mm -hmm. doesn't matter how old you get, people Mm -hmm. will still respond to your energy, not your fake nails, not your fake lips. Right. It's, it's, It's the energy that people respond to. So it's vital to keep your energy Young. Yes. And uh, there's a metaphor um, that I've heard and um, about uh, stained glass windows, right? And, and I, I, I think it's a quote from someone, but I don't know who it is. But when the sun is shining on the outside, we see these stained glass windows and they look beautiful. But when the sun goes down, the light has to come from inside in order to see the window. Right. Um, and I think that's the truth, the truth of it, you know, the sun it, taking the, the analogy further, right. As we get into the twilight of our lives, we need to light from the inside out. And I, I've met so many people like that. Um, my mother's still like that. Um, my poor, poor old mom. Now she does say a lot of, you know, getting old sucks, you know, um, and she says it more graphically than that. 
but it, you know, she's had it, you know, a couple of bouts of, of, you know, cancer in her, like, um, in her bowel and like she has been near the end of it a couple of times. And then the, a year ago she broke her hip, but she still has this light from the inside. When she meets somebody, it's like, you can't even tell really her age because she's still so warm and kind to with people, mm-hmm. you know, she's not bogged down in, in her own, negativity or about getting old and you know the fact she's got to walk with a cane now and she's she's actually even legally blind now but she is still engaging with people she's so kind and i just think boy you know if she can do it anybody can do it it's it's about who you want to be (laughs) exactly and you choose who you want to be and Mm -hmm. you choose how you are going to respond to the ailments that may or may not bring you down you get to you get to make those choices. I mean, all we have to do is look at Betty White, you know, as the prime <laughs> example of uh, of somebody who aged so gracefully. Now, I'm sure Betty White also had some work done and who wouldn't because she's an actress and she's on TV shows and you do want to look as good as you can and I I'm not sitting here saying nobody should get work done. I I get my highlights. I mean, it's fine. But don't let that inside light burn out. Don't mm-hmm. let that get snuffed out by other things. And don't let don't let the number that's on your birth certificate dictate how you act, what you wear, you know, the way you talk. Mm-hmm. I, you know, what I hate more than anything is is magazine articles or or online articles about what women after fifty shouldn't wear. This, you shouldn't wear this after 50. Like, there's a cutoff date. You know that you should not wear this certain thing. And I'm like, fuck off. Mm. You know what? I'm wearing cutoff jeans in my grave. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> because those are my happy pants. Okay. You know, sometimes I, I look at myself in the mirror and I, I think, well, Vicky, perhaps you should get some grown-up pants. And then I'm like, no. I like my cutoff <laughs> jeans. And... And this is what I'm going to wear because this is what I feel like wearing. And this is what makes me feel good and makes me feel useful. <laughs> and and yeah. if you think I should be wearing grown-up pants, then you wear grown-up pants. Jim, hey, yeah. I'm not, doing it. I'm not wearing grown-up pants. You wear grown-up pants. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of like when you're a kid, they put the, uh, the you know, your height on the door frame, right? It gets higher and it gets higher. And, I, and yeah. then when you get older, that line get, goes on your waist, right? So your pants are supposed to go higher and higher yeah. and higher. Yeah. And mine are decidedly not as high as they're supposed to be. In yeah, fact, I can say with pride, and maybe this is, um, you know, maybe this is just a, a, a vice, my pride. Uh, but I am still wearing the size of pants that I wore in high school. Well, there you go. But and see, that's on I, purpose. That's on purpose. I know it's on purpose because you are a, a performer and the way you look is very much a part of the performance. It has to be, mm-hmm. but B you've always been a workout guy. You've always been a guy who took care of his body and did the necessary work to, to keep your body in check and and prevent it from aging badly now 
we all age. I can tell you with absolute confidence that I do not wear the same size of jeans <laughs> that I wore in high school. I can tell you that I, I do wear the same size of earrings, but not jeans. And <laughs> but the, the fact is, you have I very still, slim ears, that's for sure. Thanks. Well, you know, my lobes. Um, the thing is, though, I, I didn't even really start any kind of regular workout routine until I was in my late thirties until my son was born and my blood pressure went up. And my doctor said to me, well, it's in your genes, your mom, your grandmother, obviously you were predestined to have high blood pressure. And so get used to it. And I said, well, what can I do? And he said, well, you can start walking every single day. That's the best thing. And that's, that's when I started. That is a very important point. What you just said to me is at least half the ball game, maybe most of the ball game. When I was growing up, uh, there was a lazy Susan, you know, like a little oh, roundy yeah. thing in the middle of the table right. with bottles of pills on it. Ooh. Right. And, you know, that's kind of what happens. Okay. Well, um, you know, my parents had high blood pressure. So you, in your mind, you go, well, I'm going to get blood, high blood pressure. That's just what's going to happen. So you accept that and you expect it. And rather than trying to do something to, to go against that, you just sort of, okay, well, um, at some point you're going to have to be taking Lipitor or something like that. And you go, okay, well, that just makes sense because I'm this old now. All right. And then, so now you got to take the thing to help with the side effects that you get from taking Lipitor, you know, and then at some point, well, you're developing a little bit of, uh, uh, blood sugar problems here. So now you need to go on, um, metformin, I guess it's called, okay. Okay, great. Well, that's all right. Put that on my lazy Susan. Yep. And, and, on, and on it goes. And that's the idea. The idea is, uh, and I, I hear my, my youngest brother say this quite a bit and uh and you, you know I, I love my youngest brother i love all my brothers but my youngest brother has been kind of like my he's like my twin eight years down the road so we're we're so similar but i hear him talk about sometimes um what we're going to get and and i worry about him a little bit i don't want him to think that way because i don't think that way well i think Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'll show yeah. you about yeah. high blood pressure. I'm not taking it. And so whatever I have to do, i got to change my diet. And and he, to his credit, he does that. He goes, okay, what do I do? And he doesn't just buy the pills. He he exercises and works out. And he's he's in great shape for someone his age as well, which, you know, my little brother <laughs> ain't you know, 15 anymore. He's a youngster compared to you. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. But here's the, the thing that goes along with that. You know, you get on the path of just accepting that you're going to get something and then, then you're going to get pills for that something and you're going to have to not walk anymore, or not dance anymore, or not do. And then, yeah, then everything spirals into degeneration. And then, yes, you become very old and you become old. When I was told I had high blood pressure in my late thirties and I was told to start walking. And then I started walking. And as a result of the walking, I lost 20 pounds. And as a result of the walking and the losing 20 pounds, my blood pressure stabilized. And for five years, I was able to get off medication entirely 
with my loss of weight and my activity level. Now, then when I got into my mid to late forties, the blood pressure came back again. And my doctor again said, you are predisposed to this. This is, you know, you have a type A personality, plus you've got this genetic disposition. And so you are probably going to be on meds for the rest of your life, but that doesn't mean you stop walking. <laughs> you know, you keep walking. Right, right. Well, it's true to say that eventually I may still need some kind of medication to maintain, but I still am looking for another alternative first. Yeah. And dietary solutions. I know people people hate this stuff. They're like, you know, they just want to eat the stuff that, that they love. But I say, why not find a way to make something healthier turn into something that you love? And I've managed to, um, but like today, uh, I've decided I'm going to have a burger. Well, what's my burger? My burger is a nice, juicy, awesome burger. And the, le- the bun is iceberg lettuce. And it's amazing. It tastes I've, great. I've, I've seen your pictures of that burger and it does look amazing. And it looks like, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge burger fan and it looks like the kind of burger I would truly enjoy and not even miss the bun. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. And, and it's, there's but that, you, yeah. You know, I just think that it's important that we, that we stop for a second and remind ourselves that preaching to, pe- preaching to our, our peer group, our age group about, whether you should give up carbs or whether you should work out an hour a day or whether you should stop drinking or whatever, that's, it's never going to work. It's never, I would never say that to anyone. I know about the drinking, about drinking. I would never say that. But I do believe that what I, I hope that we could do, you know, via, via this podcast or, or my blogs that I've written about this subject is inspire people to take a look in the mirror. And take a look at how they see themselves aging and and how can they figure out a process that will allow them to see that reflection in a more positive light and see that reflection in a more youthful so that they feel youthful. What, what can you do? It's got to be a do. It's got to be a verb. Not, not what can you have done to you, but what can you do that will make you feel young. And for me, I cannot wait till the snow melts and I can get back out on the roads and do a good solid power walk every single morning and come back after my my meditation, as you say, but come back with my heart rate up and come back feeling like I've really, you know, accomplished something both mentally, emotionally, and physically. And that's three things. That's not both. But anyway, Mm. you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I don't want to preach to anybody about how they should design their diet or their day. I just want, I want us to all recognize the fact that we don't have to get old. Just because we're aging, we don't have to get old. Yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, again, like, um, yeah, I, I understand this sort of the line that that people might want to back up from that you know this is preaching it's not about that what it's about is uh, when i'm watching a movie and you kind of get to the end where you know it's going to be the end and then all of a sudden the the you know the it goes to fades to black and then you know, and then you get all the, you know, the credits coming down the screen and the pretty music comes up and then the single by the, you know, the artist that, you know, <laughs> ends up being 
you voted for a Grammy, you know, but you didn't hear it till the end of the thing if you managed to stay in the theater. But to me, I look at that and I kind of think, well, I don't have to stop here. There's got to be something more. And that's what I think about life. Just because somebody else's idea of what your movie is or what you, you inherited as to what the end of the movie is supposed to be, you don't have to believe in that. Every day you wake up, you have an, a, an ability to create something. And you start by creating it in your mind. You start by, instead of bogging yourself down with a bunch of uh, regrets or worries or stuff from the past or fears about the future, you can actually just look out at the world. Um, that's what dogs are for. <laughs> dogs are to, to take you out of your, out of your head you know, how many people walk outside with their dog and, you know, oh, we're going to throw the ball for the dog. Are they ever, are they there? Are they really looking at the dog? Are they really looking at the world around them? Are they hearing the birds sing? Most people aren't. Most people are in there worried. They're just throwing a ball and the dog's going, hey, this is great. This is great. Well, get in there because it's great. It is great. It can be great. It doesn't have to suck. And it doesn't have to suck. No, no every Every new day has something. And I, I think the very first thing you said about your friend who obviously had other things that she was interested in in her life and she didn't get to to do them. She was a very creative person. Everybody's creative. Figure out what it is you want to do. And I think you're right about dogs. You can learn so much actually from watching an older dog. My dog Shiloh is coming up on 14 and that's old for a doodle for a large dog 14 is a really amazing number and i'm pretty sure he's going to make it to at least 14 so watching him today outside he when he gets up he's very stiff and arthritic and you can see that his joints are it's hard for him to walk but once he gets outside he's trotting along and sniffing and having fun and and sometimes his breathing is a little bit labored because he's an old man but at the same time you can just see the joy that he is experiencing having that walk in the morning mm -hmm. no matter how old he is yeah. and and that's where I where I want to be too. I still want to be joyful when I'm 100 years old and I can go outside and go for a walk and and even if I have a walker and a cane or or whatever. I just I just think that that this whole aging like I said, we have we 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 have to age. We want to age, but we do not have to get old. And that's it's all uh how you respond to these passing years and how you look forward to the coming years. That's mm -hmm. what I believe. Amen. And there, there you have it. That's my birthday epiphany for yes. this year. Yes. yes. Thank you for yeah. putting into words that joy I was feeling around this time of year and not realizing. And, and that, that special Mickey's joy birthday. you felt this morning when you first woke up. Dickie's birthday right. is coming. Yay. Dickie's <laughs> birthday. And that, my friends, concludes another episode of Talking Relationship. Relationship. With Thomas and Vicky, although we were just talking about our relationship with ourselves, aren't we really, when it comes to that? It's the first but one. It's an important one. Yeah. All right. Well, I will talk to you again next week, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>